a state of quandary I'm in. I'm trying to figure out which way is up, which way is down. Of course, I couldn't stay the trajectory and, and continue the path that I was going. I had to screw it up. Of course, I had to screw it up. I was feeling a little bit better. Now, remember, I was told by Cindy Hartman, Cindy Hartman, no housework, no housework. Well, my brain interpreted it that, wow, you're feeling a little bit better. Just do one room. So I chose my son's room. Let's just say I, I could sit in it and bask in the cleanliness. Bertram did the floor, just that one room, and I dusted from top to bottom. Q-tips, alcohol in between the nooks and crannies of the keyboard, the monitor, living it up. So exciting. Hadn't been done since 2021. I kept my neck collar on because I was like, if I don't wear my neck collar, I'm going to start hurting because I can't keep proper posture. So I put the neck collar on. And I'm cleaning, and I'm so happy, and everything's going just dandy. And my husband's like, you shouldn't have been cleaning. You're not supposed to be cleaning. But I'm like, just that one room. I can do that, just that, that one room. Well, sadly, it didn't really set me back too badly, but it set me back just enough that it's an I told you so moment. I am trying so hard to keep a positive attitude, trying so hard to act like, not a big deal, but it's difficult keeping proper posture. I had no business cleaning. Why? Because I can't keep I can't keep myself in proper posture. So all that progress that I've made, because my left side has been so blasted tight, I screwed up because I was doing things, movements that made my right side start to tighten up. So today, instead of getting that wonderful left side QL release, she had to do the right side. Why? Because Christy, me, the idiot that I am, as I turn my heating pad on, decided that I could clean a room. Will I ever learn? Will I ever listen? Will I ever have patience? I do not know. But I'm trying. And my morning didn't start off the best. I was doing fine. I was happy. I wasn't real sore, and I knew I was going to physical therapy. And I was going in, and my son had Invisalign several years ago. He was 10 when he got braces. And he got them off. A year. He wore them diddles. He just did a great job. Well, you get four sets of retainers when you're done. And there's a certain way you're supposed to take them out. Well, Three out of those four retainers, my son has broken the top retainer. So I called about it a couple years ago and was going to get them. And they said, oh, no, don't get them now. Just wait. It's $500. And I said, well, okay, I'm not going to worry about it now. So when I was telling my son, look, you're down to one pair of retainers. We're going to have to go get more. It's $500. And my husband said, we don't tell the children the price. Like, we've got a flock of kids. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I said, why not? Why do you not tell the child the price? And he's like, we don't discuss money. I'm like, well, in my day, because I remember my mom went, went through the drive-thru at McDonald's and it was 29 cent hamburger Tuesday and we got eight hamburgers and a 20 piece party pack of McNuggets and two large fries. And that was when my other stepfather, the one, the sec I don't know, the second or third that was here. And 
that's what we were going to eat. And she got to the window and it was $8.68. And I couldn't have been all but nine years old because he wasn't here for that long. And I know I was about nine and she said, I worked an entire hour for this meal. So that's when I realized, you know, how much my mom was making an hour. And I thought, wow, I learned the value of money right then and there. So I don't think it's a big deal to sit there and tell your child, well, hey, you know, I'm not sitting there, you know, going over every little thing, but I want him to appreciate money and appreciate that it does not grow on trees. And so my husband's like, we don't tell the children. I'm like, well, then I'll make sure I'm not Mother Hubbard producing them over here. We got the one, you know. And so that made my attitude a little snarky. So then I go to PT. Well, Cindy Hartman wasn't as Cindy Hartman, Cindy Hartman as she normally is. And I have to realize that somebody could be having a bad day. And it's not just my fault. You know, it's not just me in the world. She could have had a fight or squabble with her husband before she came to work. And she's just not real thrilled dealing with me. And she all but said I screwed myself up because I cleaned the room and she worked on the right side. Didn't work on the left side. And I'm like, but I'm hurting on the left side now because you triggered it with the right side. And then when I got up, I could barely stand. She goes, why? Walk properly. You can do it. It's going to hurt, but you need to put the weight evenly. And I was pissy even more because I wasn't the teacher, teacher's pet. I was being scalded. Scal- not scalded. Scalded is what happened to Barry Gibb from the Bee Gees when he was a little bitty boy. And he had a, uh, his mother was boiling a kettle of pot, a kettle of pot, a pot kettle of soap, of water on the stove. And he tipped it over on himself and burnt his chest. You never would have known it with as many gold chains as he had and his shirts being unbuttoned to his belly button. But Barry Gibb is covered in scars on his chest. So because of that, I keep wiling away from the hot water. It's sad that I had to wait for an experience to happen to Barry Gibb for me to understand that. Remember, I would have been rubbing alcohol on my son if it had been up to me the other night with his fever. So... I'm sitting there thinking to myself, my son does need to understand the value of a dollar. He needs to get these new retainers. I've gone to Cindy Hartman. She's made me feel like it was all my fault. And I couldn't get a new exercise because I had tightened up my right QL because I went and did things I wasn't supposed to do. So I felt like I was punished and I was just darn grumpy and I was mad at the world. And then I called the orthodontist on my way home to make sure I could schedule an appointment for my son. And it went from $500 to $950. But I'm not going to tell the, the children for the same thing just a year later. And I would have gotten them, but they told me don't because it's $500. But now it's like double the price. I see what was going on. That's frustrating to me. Just frustrating to me. So I'm even more pissy. More, 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 more pissy. Because I didn't get the way I wanted my day to go. My body is hurting. I want it fixed. Why couldn't I clean that bedroom? Cindy's supposed to fix it, dadgummit. Then I get to the gas station, and I'm getting gas. And it's the same gas station that I, you know, that I went to as a little girl. And I went there, and I was 16, just got my license. And I locked my keys in my car. So they had to unlock it, and they didn't have a way to break in. So we had to call 
uh, a locksmith. And I mean, they didn't have the little Jimmy rig thing that you stick down there. And so I backed up the gas line for quite a ways because it was, there weren't that many pumps back in 1986. So we had that going on. So I stopped at that same gas station to get gas and I looked and I saw this gentleman walk by and he was old and gray, much like me. And I went, Dwight? He said, yes, ma'am. I said, aren't you the Dwight, you know, that you were here so many years ago with Mr. Washington? He goes, yes, I remember you and your locked keys. And I went, well, yes. I said, it's so good to see you. And he said, you too. I said, I miss the way things used to be because it was a family run gas station. And he said, me too, me too. He said, I miss my friends. And then that kind of knocked me out of my pissiness and I realized you know what just like somebody's bad day isn't all about you sometimes your day isn't all about heads some days are just going to be off because they're just off and that's just the way it's going to be like it or not I set myself back, although minutely, it was enough that I had to realize I need to take this a lot more seriously than I did. Now, I told you I was going to do my exercises. I wasn't going to do things I wasn't supposed to do. That was yesterday. I changed my mind, right? But that's not good. It's a waste of money and it's a waste of time if I don't follow the, the directions that I'm supposed to. And sadly, in my mind, I convinced myself that one room was okay. How did I go from I'm doing absolutely no housework to just doing one room? That's the way my mind works. And that's not the right way. So I'm putting this out because sometimes we've got to regroup and take control as much as possible of this illness that we can. There are some things that are just beyond our control. How we feel one day, you know, the pain that we're in, if we sublux something, things like that. But if you're told not to do something, by gosh, by golly, don't do it. That's coming from the idiot that does it. I do stupid so you don't have to. That's what I'm here for to do all the things wrong to share with you so you do them correctly. Now, you've been sitting here listening, came up with a plan. If you have the opportunity and you've got one side more dominant than the other, I mean, figure it out. I, I have things and I try to switch it up. Like I get up in the morning, I put my right shoe on first. When I shave my legs in the shower, I shave my left leg first. And for giggles and grins, I tried to mix it up. I can't start the day with my left shoe first. And I can't shave my right leg first without feeling all wonky donkey. And I asked somebody, I, I actually did this on the air one time. I asked people, I said, just switch things up for me. If you're a gentleman and you shave your face, you're, we're creatures of habit, right? We start a certain way. I said, mix it up a little and start with the opposite side. If you brush your, tree, you brush your teeth on the bottom, try to brush them on the top first. 
Now, this was not a social experiment. It doesn't change the world, the responses that you get. It just kind of opens your eyes to, wow, I do kind of tend to do things one way. And it does throw me off. That's what this illness is doing. Because I cannot keep a proper posture, and I am trying to put myself into proper posture, right now, what feels crooked to me when I am lying down is correct. When I feel proper, I'm crooked. It's a creature of habit thing. I have been so used to getting my body to work how it managed best that retraining it is super duper hard. It's like, can't teach an old dog new tricks. I don't know if that's as true as an old dog doesn't want to learn new tricks. I've been sitting here trying to keep my left side, you know, straight. You know, I'm realizing that I'm crooked. I'm going, man, this is just frustrating, but it's in my control. And I need to grab the harness and follow through and make sure that I'm the one driving this vehicle the best that I can. Now, if you're tight and maybe you don't know which side it is, while you're doing this, just work on stretching. Just stretch a little bit. And a real good stretch for your QL on both of them, okay? On your left side, if you're wanting to stretch your left side, I'm getting to position, so just pretend like you're watching me visually. So like you lie down, and then you lie down on your right side and put like a pillow under you, and just, just at your waist. And then take your left arm, drape it over your head, keep your right knee bent, and stretch that left leg. That right there, my friends, is a stretch for your QL. Then move your arm a little in front of your face and then straighten your leg out and work on like pushing down with your left leg while you're reaching and relaxing that left arm. That's going to stretch out your QL on your left side. Then turn and do it on your left side for the right. Because I guarantee you that QL, your your quadratus lumborum is causing you more issues than you realize. And I have noticed that working on the left side causes flatulence. And I have been told by others that it does for them too. So let me know. And I think that's because the heart is on the left side and it's pushing down that diaphragm. And when your QL starts bunching up, it's pushing your diaphragm and your heart together. And as you're stretching it, you're getting all this air in your belly. This is not medical jargon, my friends. This is from the patient's perspective. So take it for what it's worth. So you do the right side. And then kind of lie down on your back and put your hands behind your head. And lie down flat and then drop your knees. Inhale in on the exhale. Drop your knees down. And feel that stretch along your side. For two years, I've been complaining of my left side feeling like the nerves were on the outside of my skin. And I was just burning, burning pain. And nobody could help me or nobody would give me the correct answer. Now go to the left. 
Inhale in and drop the leg to the left and feel that stretch on the right side because that's going to make you taller and that's going to help you not feel like you're collapsing. And that's what we want to do. We want to make ourselves tall and we want to retrain our bodies and we need the muscles working properly so our pelvis isn't moving everywhere and going crazy. And I got my compression britches from Fabletics and they're not worth squat. They're going to be going back just as fast as I can get them to go back. They're going to go back pretty darn quickly because they don't compress crud. <laughs> at least on my body. And then my husband looked and said, you can't wear those out in public. And I said, why? He says, because you're too skinny. And I just, I, I almost wanted to cry, but I have lost a lot of weight. But he says, Christy, it just, he says, you're just, you're just real skinny. He says, you need to eat a sandwich, gain about 10 pounds. And he wasn't trying to be mean. He was just letting me know you know, I don't want to look skeletal because I don't want to look sick. And if wearing those tight compression pants doesn't, uh, it didn't give me the booty that I wanted. It just made me look more sickly. <laughs> so they're going to go back because they're too hot too. You put them on and then they're just hot and then they're not compressing anything. Why do I want that? And I don't need those areas of my body all warm and stuff like that. And it's hard to get them on. It hurts your fingers and Lord knows what to do. I got to find something and I will. But in the meantime, I want you to stretch your QLs. Every time we get together, do them with me. We can start them before every episode. Drop to the left, drop to the right. Depel in, exhale out. I mean, we could do it all. Because we're a team and we're going to make a difference. So stretch out every morning. Maybe before you get up out of bed, you know, do your drops uh, with your with your knees. I mean, and, and this, I mean, again, follow doctor's orders, not mine. I'm just giving you a suggestion so you don't have to go pay to do it. It's not going to hurt you to work on your QL. Anything that I'm offering to you is non-invasive. And if it's messed up, it's because you kind of did it. You know, I, I, I didn't hurt myself uh, with those Ashley Black fascia blasters because of her tool. I hurt myself because I created friction with no lubrication. And we all know what happens when you have friction and no lubrication. So I went around with like this big red scab in the middle of my forehead for weeks because we don't heal very quickly, right? So I just looked like I had a unibrow that was just with like a Rudolph, bozo nose. So anything that I have shared with you, unless you do something like not lubricate or I don't know, fall off the bed, you're not going to hurt yourself. These are simple things that they should have told us about, it. They should have told us about this. So stretch out those QLs when we're chatting. And that way, this is a productive time. Oh my goodness. If I ever had like, like, well, like saying if like, like if, if you had to pay and you were listening to me, that could go as a, as a, as a, as a medical expense. Could it not? Because, because you're, you're doing medical things that you're supposed to do for your body. So that, no, then you'll be visiting me in jail 
uh, <laughs> if we do taxes that way. Maybe not. But I'm just trying to think, you know, so that way I don't waste your time during the day when you're listening to me. I want you to be able to do something so you'll come back more. I don't want you to think, oh, gosh, Christy spoke for 43 minutes and 57 seconds. I don't have time to sit there and do that. So maybe you can make it productive and we can be together and stretch together. So that's what we're going to do. And I think the root of all things right now is the QL. But you've got to get to the main root, and that's the fascia. And once you release the adhesions of the fascia, then you can release the bunchiness of the QL. And just to keep you up to snuff, the eagles have landed. They have now landed on my screen, on my front window, and there's Ella. Oh, my stars. Ah, I wish you could see this. The eagle is on my screen in my window. The baby, the baby. I have pictures. I could show you. I could put, I could, I could put it on a wall podcast, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Do I move? Do I not move? Well, he's not going to hurt me. This isn't Alfred Hitchcock, the birds. He's not going to come in here and get me, right? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, Ella, now Emma has just seen. Okay, on that note, my friends, I think it might be time. I've got to, I've got to go pick up Wyland. I can't go out there with that hawk. What do I do? And I just flattened my hair. Stretch out those QLs. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. Message me if you want to. Have a wonderful time doing whatever it is you're doing. I hope your pain is manageable if you've got any at all. And I thank you for being here. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.